Hello and welcome to Fine Art Podcast, where the podcast is fine, but the art is fine. My name is Keegan Shiner. I'm the host of this podcast, and today is a little different. There's no uh, bridge to the outside of the art world, but we did record this uh, streaming live on Twitch, and so we got some questions from the chat which is kind of the same concept. So uh, moving forward, we're going to be streaming these on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash fineartpodcast. It's very easy to find. And uh, there should be schedules, but generally we record on Sundays. So just kind of check in with the Instagram feed, find out what time, or uh, check the Twitch schedule, um, subscribe on Twitch uh, to find it. And that would be a good way. And and what I mean by record on or live stream on Twitch, I mean uh, I'm still editing these in post for the podcast. But if you wanted to watch the the raw interview, uh, you can just uh, stream it, and that way it makes sense too because you can see the pictures that we're talking about uh, as while you're listening. Uh, that being said, my guest today is a really very extremely uh, amazing and talented artist he's a painter he's a collage artist he makes sculptures he does uh installation um and we talk about a a range of topics in this interview and his name is cal mc rice uh cal rice his website is calmcrice.com and we talk about why in the interview and um if you want to follow along uh you can go on his website calmcrice.com also the video of this is up on twitch twitch.tv slash fine art podcast i appreciate you listening to this podcast it's going to remain a podcast uh, but i just want to throw that out there in case anyone wants to watch um i'm not much to look at but the art is what this podcast is all about so without any further ado uh, i hope you enjoy cal pictures mostly um video seems like the logical leap even if yeah they remain podcasts you know in format and like the idea of like an audio podcast if people want to look at your Mm -hmm. your paintings i think it would make sense to start doing it on a video so there are other podcasters who do twitch streams of their podcast recording in the studio like like uh like famous people like joe rogan are doing this now like where they have like youtube streams and but it's oh yeah you know what i have oh is that what that is then is that like that's his podcast yeah that's his podcast recording wild i mean i i I watch (laughs) not joe rogan so much but i do no not no he's just an example of somebody i've seen do it yeah Um, yeah. Well, oh, that guy's like a legitimate like news anchor now. Not legitimate, <laughs> but like I didn't mean it like that. But like I feel like he's like, yeah, like elevated to another level. You know? Have you have you watched UFC before or yeah, MMA? Yeah, I, I was like, I kind of dabbled in watching it a long time ago. It didn't really stick. Like, okay, <laughs> that's another like quarantine thing for me. I like I started watching it when hockey playoffs turned off i just needed something live right but then i got like interested in the history of it (laughs) and i've been like uh i've been i've gone back to like 2009 and i've been watching all yeah so that's like that's what i i like don't i couldn't tell you anything about the ufc within the last five years but there was a window of time where i like i knew a bunch of fighters and (laughs) it was like 
It's like, right. I'll, try this. I'll try to watch this for a while. You it's know? such a weird subculture and there's like yeah. such a ritual to it. And oh like, my God, it's, it, it's, it's <laughs> a strange world. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. And Joe Rogan, like um, he, he, he was hired on originally for like, they're really old ones when it was like still fish hooking and like and you would like order them like on VHS tapes or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, it was like barely at you know barely broadcast, yeah. and then they couldn't pay them because they they ran out of money. Like the UFC <laughs> ran out of money, and eventually Dana White, the guy who runs it now, yeah, like yeah. bought it with some investors mm -hmm. from the people who were running it into the ground. And then he was like, we need somebody to anchor this. So they called Joe Rogan and were like, hey, can you do this? He's like, are you going to pay me? They're like, no, but but you and your friends can come for free and just hang out. And he was like, okay. So, you know, that's not the worst deal, though. If you <laughs> yeah, it, you know what yeah I mean? exactly. Sure. So, so he ended up going for free for like a while. And then they eventually became like their main anchor and commentator and everything. So. I, 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 both of them, I don't think those two like exist independent of each other. Like, I almost feel like the UFC wouldn't be what it is at all. Like Joe Rogan, like taught people how to watch the UFC. Yeah. Podcast, yeah. I feel like, and, and likewise, like they made him kind of legitimate because up until that point, I think he was just doing like nonsense. Yeah, just you know? done, yeah. He was just a comedian, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think so too. Because watching it without him is like, oh, it's almost boring. And they're, they're really not as good. Yeah. Yeah. Is this, all like, is this all live right now? This is all live. Nobody's oh. watching though. Oh yeah. Maybe somebody's watching. Hello, yeah. people on Twitch. <laughs> I'm looking the wrong way. This way. Uh, cool. So Cal, <laughs> uh, yeah. So this podcast just starts. We just get going. And, like uh, so we're already going. Uh, what does what is MC? What's MC for? My my middle name is McCarthy. McCarthy. Okay. And so so the California Rice Company basically takes up any Cal Rice thing. Oh really? Yeah yeah. It's kind of unfortunate. So like I can't. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So I had to throw that in there just to switch it up a little bit. Have you had their rice? You know what's weird is like every time I've like explained this to people, I've always been like, yeah, the, everybody knows the California Rice Company, but. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I have. I don't know if they are a big rice company. Is it California Rice Center? Yeah, probably. Maybe. Maybe it's called some, maybe it's just Cal. Look so up. if I if I just go Cal Rice. Yeah. CalRice.org. It's an environmental crop. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's also my website. <laughs> no. <just>. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm really. Cal, Cal Rice News. California rice news. Yeah. And then there There's, you are. You're you're pretty close. Yeah. I, I try. There's also like um what is it? There's like there's like two there's a rice university in in Cal State or whatever too. So I always get confused with colleges and stuff too. Oh funny. Yeah, yeah, Cal. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, look at <laughs> these birds. So much better than my website. This is, uh, yeah, this is your website. So when did you start <laughs> taking videos of birds? Yeah, things have changed a lot since last time I saw you. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, uh, so you are a painter mm -hmm. and a collage artist, more, like a sculptor? I guess, I mean, I think I definitely dabbled in a few other things. Um, I'm, 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 I'm a painter though, mainly. I, okay. I, 
I don't do much else these days. Okay. Um, and you, uh, how would you describe your work for people? Um, Surrealism? Yeah, I mean, for like lack of a better word, I feel like, yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's like surrealist. It's kind of like, it's graphic. It's illustrative. Very like, maybe not bright. I don't know. It's um, comic influenced, I guess. I, I don't know really how I would describe it without seeing it, you know. Without seeing it, you want to see your work? <laughs> yeah, no, without like somebody else, you know, it's like uh, here, here, uh, here it is. Uh, <laughs> describe oh, yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, this stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm just kidding. I, um, it's like I, I don't know. I think graphic. Graphic, it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's and it's surreal. So yeah. So so uh, rewinding a little bit. Where are you from originally? Um, New York originally. I. I upstate New York. I grew up between there and Western Massachusetts. So I kind of split my youth between the two places. Like the boonies, like yeah. uh, middle of nowhere type place. Yeah. I'm from the middle. I was from the middle of nowhere in Western Mass and even further out in the middle of nowhere in New York. Like, oh, wow. Up in um, the Adirondacks, kind of near, right near the Canadian border near Montreal. So okay. that would be the closest but, city to where I was. Uh, by Niagara Falls and everything? um other side of the state it's kind of weird like so like i'm, okay. I'm near where, like vermont in new york kind of hit the canadian border okay okay yeah because new york goes like yeah winds around right and no one knows anything about any of that stuff so <laughs> it's like doesn't matter i'm from the midwest so i i don't even know this area yeah um okay so uh by canada yeah yeah did you play hockey as a kid no, no, I didn't. Oh. I can barely skate. Weirdly. Did you play any sports? Yeah, I, I played a lot of sports when I was younger, um, right up until I was like 16 or 17. And then that's, and then I switched schools. And then when I switched schools, I kind of just like stopped. <laughs> Why did you sw switch schools? Um, my parents, my mom got a job in upstate New York, and that's where all my family was from. Oh, okay. So it was, it was just a, a bunch of stuff. And uh, so I, I had lived in upstate New York, moved to Western Mass. And then when I was 16, went back up and finished my last years of high school there. And then that was it. Uh, in the in the town, the original town or like a different town? The original yeah. town. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Did you know all of your friends? That yeah, I knew a bunch of people there. Oh, wow. It's a small town. I mean, it's like I knew I knew everybody <laughs> was it weird coming back were they like where were you weird it was weird it was really weird i mean when i was a kid i i went to first and second grade at the public elementary yeah. and then i i went to a montessori for a oh. couple of years and then i came back in fifth grade and i was like i missed like a bunch of stuff that happened, happened. <laughs> you know I, I, also, yeah. I also so in between those two places i spent um like two years living in vermont and yeah. I went to Montessori school there. It was weird. Oh, weird. Oh, cool. So weird. I loved it, but it was the strangest experience. It was It was very strange, um, the way they did, did things. They had like a farm at the one I went to. Did, My, did so you? the one I went to, I think it was a little smaller, but it was like, it was in, a, oh God, I, it was like 
in the basement of a synagogue. <laughs> I think, I, I think I don't remember right. Oh my. In the morning, it was just like this giant room, this carpentry room. And we would all, I mean, it was a small school, but they would get all the kids in a big circle and we'd sit cross-legged and we'd all have tea in the morning. And it oh, was wow. the start of the day. And then I went from there to like public school in Massachusetts. And it was like, geez, this is not, this oh, is not no. <laughs> no, you are in trouble with that change. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, so when did you start drawing? Was that always with you? As long as I can remember. I mean, okay. yeah, I don't remember a point where I wasn't making What it. What were you drawing as like uh, in elementary school? Like Ninja Turtles or? I was really into um, Star Wars and Spawn. Do you remember Spawn? Yeah, I know Spawn. I like obsessed with that. Uh, Interesting. Oh my God. I That was like how I learned to draw for real I think by trying to like copy his stuff and then like oh. you know a lot of to a lot of cartoons a lot of comics things like that oh cool okay do you still read that stuff you know I'm starting to get back into some things like dipping my toe back in a little bit it's been a long time it's been a really long time I, I've always I'm still to this day obsessed with Star Wars like I collect oh yeah yeah vintage Star Wars collection and stuff but I, I don't I don't read a whole lot of comic books anymore. I mean, there's a couple. I'm really into. Um, it's much different than those kind of comics. But you know, um, the comic book Frank. Frank, no. I, this this guy named Jim Woodring. There's okay. almost like no words. They're very. I think he he's a painter as well. I didn't know that till after. But uh, I I had a couple of his graphic novels from like years ago, and I never read them. And then. Um, over quarantine i i went through them and i was like oh man i'm gonna i think i might buy like the rest oh, cool. of the stuff they're very strange yeah 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 i i couldn't even like tell you what they're about <laughs> <laughs> okay it says it's surreal and symbolic which makes a lot of sense yeah, why you would yeah. like it. <laughs> <laughs> well i have i've had them for years and i was like oh my god like this is crazy <laughs> so what what were you drawing when you were in high school then um, uh, in high school, when I was like 13 or 14, I got like really into graffiti. Okay. That was it from that age up until probably like two years into undergrad. Like I just okay. was obsessed. I did other stuff. I did stuff for school and things like that. But like my creative energy all went into that. Into like designing graffiti? Yeah. And okay. <laughs> and, and what? <laughs> just being bad. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. marking marking things yeah. yeah yeah what's like the weirdest thing that you've that you've tagged i don't know um no no one's houses or anything i wasn't just nothing too crazy a lot of bridges and underpasses and things like that and, oh cool and then when i went i moved to new york city eventually and then when i moved to new york it was like yeah every, everything but <laughs> <laughs> everything there is graffiti yeah yeah it was all fair game you just peel if you could peel the graffiti off like a layer oh, of graffiti, yeah. there's just more graffiti right it's, it's just, just never ending <laughs> yeah in fact most walls in new york are just held up by the paint a lot of people don't know that <laughs> the infrastructure is solid it's just solid paint it's just it's just farmland underneath yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny uh, cool. So graffiti. And then in undergrad, what made you stop doing graffiti? Um, I, well, I got, I kept getting into trouble. It was, okay. just, it was, that was a big part of it. So you got caught. Is that what you're oh, saying? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I was, it was, 
it was it was fun at the time, but it wasn't something, you know, it's not really something you can do into your adult life without yeah. becoming a big issue, you know. And but but how did you get caught? I got caught several times, Keith. <laughs> I mean, like I I uh about just by in the act, you know, in the act by police. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. Um, but that at the same time that I was like kind of like hanging up my hat in the graffiti world, I um I had to go into school for illustration. And I I I really liked the program, but I even then like I wasn't I knew I was never going to be an illustrator, you know, I just didn't really have the chops for that. But probably okay. like two years into my undergrad, uh, the, the, the classes I could take opened up and they, it was a really good program for illustration because like the guy who ran it was also a showing artist. He, you know, he had been an illustrator, but like he was more of a fine artist and a lot of the instructors were as well. So then they would, a lot of the classes were like geared towards like how to parlay your skills as an illustrator, you know, towards fine art. Oh, and um, and that's like when it was like, oh, like this is something I could do, and uh, and that's kind of it was like those last two years where I like developed the style I have now, and it's kind of in that sense. Oh, interesting, cool. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Did you tag your name? No, your own name? No, I no. <laughs> oh, like messages? No, I, I had a name, but it wasn't mine. I didn't write like Cal Rice. No, no, no. I mean, you're like graffiti name. Yeah, right? I would to, to put it in perspective, like it's, I didn't, I didn't really view, and I still don't, the kind of graffiti I did as art. It was much more like about the, being a graffiti writer and like, you know, the going, getting up as much as possible. And, you right. Know, so, you know, it, I definitely picked up some skills doing it. And like, there, there are, you know, there's plenty of like, super talented graffiti artists and muralists and stuff but what i was doing wasn't like artistic i guess so I'd say it. oh yeah okay yeah because i know some people like they they like design these like elaborate graffiti tags yeah. right and uh but it's like always their name or their their graffiti name right their signature yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, or were you more of like the uh sarcastic on a billboard like changing the o to a a u and it it's kind of like you just have like you make like there's like come up with the, the the most effective coolest way to write your name in the quickest amount of time. Okay, okay. And then okay. you just do that over and over and over and over again. Oh, okay. So you did write your you did write yeah, your name. Yeah. Oh, okay. But not like when you see like sometimes you see like just super elaborate wild graffiti that's like legal. I guess you'd call it more like mural. You know, yeah. Mural art, but I was not doing that. Okay. <laughs> just, I think I think it's interesting, you know. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was, it was I don't regret much of it, but, you know. <laughs> Getting caught maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, interesting. And then I uh, I read that you worked on tattoos. Yeah, so when when I got out of school, I um you know, I like wanted to pursue a career in art, but I just I like didn't have my shit together at the time and I couldn't afford to stay in the city. So I, I went back upstate and kind of like floundered around for a couple of years, but I, I was getting, I was starting to get tattooed at the time. And I happened to go to school with like several, like really, really talented tattoo artists. And so I was like kind of aware that that was a career. And so I just kind of started doing it and eventually did an apprenticeship and like 
tattooed for the better part of like five or six years, I think. But I, I mean, I didn't really, I loved it. I love the lifestyle. It's a great, if you're an artist and if, if you know, you want a way to make, make money on a regular basis, it's, it's an awesome career, but it's like really hard work. And, yeah. you know, and you, it's pretty much, that's it. Like if you're going to tattoo, like that's it. And I was also in a situation where like, I, I just, I don't know. There are tattoo artists who are more talented than I was, who are more proficient than I was, who are able to like kind of do what they want to do for yeah. tattoos because they're so good. But if you're like tattooing at the level like I was, it's like I could do a clean tattoo and stuff, but it wasn't like I was making work that excited me. Yeah. And at that point it was like, well, you know, why don't I, I could just get a day job and paint at night at this point. And so that was like around the time I started like towards the end of that was when I was applying to grad school and uh, yeah. And then that's when I met you. So I came right from that. Yeah. Okay. So it was like a lot of, uh, it was too much time for um, yeah. Yeah. kind of not doing your own art project. I've uh, And also just to, like, and honestly, I just like wasn't as good as I wanted to be. You know? oh, okay. Like, it was like, this is, I, I, if I spent more time, if I stuck with it longer, maybe, but it was like, I wasn't improving at the rate I wanted to. And I just didn't see like a future in it for me, I guess, you know? Yeah. Did, have you ever seen uh, Miami Inc. and New York Inc.? And yeah, I've seen some of them. <laughs> were, were you watching those while you were like a person? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, those are terrible. terrible. I mean, oh, really? Oh. I just can't. It's not even that. that it's just like those TV shows, like realities. I can't watch that stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just wondering. I, I was, uh, it's another like quarantine. I've, I think I've watched everything on Amazon at this point you know watched all like miami ink and stuff i've, I've watched every show that there is uh that that's ever come out <laughs> when when i first started tattooing i i went and did an apprenticeship at a, a shop in long island and when i got there they were they were like pitching a reality show so there was this like woman who uh was there to like film this because it was just like a weird unique shop with like a like this very unique owner who's kind of a character and so they were trying to like film the show to then like pitch it to networks yeah i had no idea i like was just <laughs> starting tattooing and i got there and like it didn't work it don't didn't last that long or whatever but then like as soon as i got there it was like a reality show environment you know they like there was like oh like, what do you like think about so and so i don't know any of these people like i don't i don't <laughs> want to do this like it was awful it was awful but it only lasted like two weeks and then nothing happened with it so. did they um did they haze you at all when you were an apprentice or is that all kind of made up no i mean it, it, it's not really i wouldn't call it haze you're not treated like cruelly but okay. it is like a, you know it's it's a very old school approach to learning a craft like you don't make any money and you really do like all the grunt work you know you, you kind of just like you just pay your dues. Yeah. You know, but I wouldn't call it hazing. It wasn't like bad. It was okay. Oh, uh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. But um, looking back on it, do you agree with the no money approach? Um, I was, uh, I, I was fascinated by that because here's this like 30 year old guy on a TV show who's not making any money and has kids on the way, you know, he's like, he's uh, wants I mean, to get married, needs to make money. I think very interesting that that it serves as kind of like nowadays it's 
things are very different because it comes from that, that approach comes from a time when, you know, learning how to tattoo wasn't easy. You know, now you can, you could, I wouldn't suggest it, but if you wanted to, you could just learn off YouTube now and you can oh, yeah. learn all the equipment you need and you can do, and, and there are a lot of people do start careers that way, but you know, the idea of the apprenticeship was kind of just to like, make sure that you're gonna, I don't know. I don't really know. I don't know if it's fair. I know that the people that I worked with, they didn't, they didn't let me starve. You know, I was getting money. I'd get cut. I would get a percentage of some tattoos and like, oh, good. they put me up in an apartment. Like I got to live in like the, the only. Hey, that's plenty of money. Technically. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's nice. So I think that's how a lot of apprenticeships do work though. It's like, they'll, you know, if they, if they want you around, they'll find ways to keep you around. It was triggering for me because I, I started in the film industry and it was all unpaid internships was like the, the term there for paying yeah. your dues. And, you know, honestly, like people rose up and got great jobs from it, you know. Um, it's a problem with the arts in general. Yeah. I, I mean, in, in paint, the art world, the fine art, whatever you call it, you know, I, I think there is a lot of because it's so desirable to, to be in film or to be a painter or a tattoo artist or a musician or all these things, people, there's so many people want to do that. It's so easy to take advantage of people, you know, and I don't know. I, I've, since I've gotten older, I've started not so much with tattooing, but in the art world, I, I have a, a lot of feelings about that. I don't, I kind of, it's almost like the art world like eats its young, you know, it's like, you should yeah. be like lifting people up and, and trying to help them. But it's like, no, we're going to like, extort you for money and make you do our work you know it's what yeah it's a problem um let me transition let's look at your some of your work when did you start painting uh, in, in in undergrad in uh, undergrad okay i painted like i painted in uh in high school but not really not like anything i would okay you know that's similar to what i do now you know yeah, let's start down here with this skull and a tiny circle. This was, was acrylic on wood panel. It's called yeah. Phases, uh, 12 by 12. Um, you use, mostly use wood panel. Is that intentional? Yeah, I, I just, just like, I have this weird, like, methodology to how I work and it's like system. And it's like, it has to do with like layering washes and stuff. And I feel like wood absorbs paint and, and it's a little more forgiving with painting with washes than like canvases interesting i don't know i also like that it's like a, an object it's like a thing you know yeah yeah uh by washes you mean um like thin layers of paint yeah yeah okay. I mean, there, there's parts where i'll like put in like a solid layer here and there you can probably see in there but like for the most part i work really slowly and like methodically i guess so, okay yeah. um did somebody teach you this or, or is this just kind of like the style you developed? It's just the style I developed. I'm not, I'm not really great at learning things. I've tried to, I've, I, I, this is just how I, this is like the, what I do now is kind of like just an evolved form of like the spawn drawings I was doing when I was a kid. Like it's slowly just built on itself and I've like picked up techniques and like pulled them in over the years. And oh, interesting. Every now and then I'll like grab something else and start using that too. But it's oh, cool. Hi, Peter and Evan. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey, we're on Twitch. The Twitch worked. That's amazing. It was just Evan's birthday. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Evan. 
Love seeing you too. Love seeing love, she I says, uh, hey, love you. seeing you guys. I love knowing you're there. <laughs> uh, cool. So this skull um, that we're looking at, what, where, what was the uh, idea here? So, so some of these paintings earlier on, that was that one right there was actually like when I was finishing up my tattooing career about a year before I, I was going to start applying for schools. I like I didn't have a portfolio, you know, I hadn't painted since undergrad, really. So I like took this year just to like bang out a bunch of, um, of paintings to apply to schools. And oh. that was the first one I did to, to, to apply to grad school. Yeah. So there wasn't that was there's not too much behind it. It was just kind of like <laughs> trying to paint. So, again. so you like skulls and then yeah. Uh, <laughs> what did something inspire like the blue line or or were you like looking at anybody at this point not really okay. i mean i think especially in some of these earlier paintings like i was still very much like being influenced by like tattoo art you know tattoo art yeah okay so yeah. i'm not crazy yeah that's kind of what i was thinking no yeah you're um, right you're 100 it's sort of graphic you know and um here's proclamation of acrylic and paper collage mm -hmm. uh, so the collage is this moon right yeah, and then down below, it's kind of hard to tell, but all that bottom stuff is like layered. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not the best picture. So how did you like come up with this um, design, I guess? Because this is designed because it, you know, it has yeah. different uh, panel boxes. I mean, it's comic book related because yeah. she, she has like a speech bubble. I yeah. mean, what I'll like for any of my paintings, there's not, a whole lot of thought like I'll come up with like a really loose like extremely loose sketch like like some lines like literally just kind of like this goes here this goes here and then it'll all be based around like one element so like I wanted to paint that character and so I, I put that on and then I build off of it okay so it really isn't as much planning I think it looks like my work is really like planned out it's more that I just do it really slowly <laughs> you know oh cool okay wait who is this character then um it's just an old photo an old fo i couldn't tell you exactly it's like a photo from the 50s or something and okay he's like messed with it and manipulated it a little bit but it was uh i i worked a and i kind of stopped doing that too because i started to be like where especially with older pictures like i can't remember i painted somebody once and i just thought i'd found like a picture that was just like some some random person I can't remember. And somebody was like, oh, that's so insult. Like, you know, so, oh. yeah, I was like, okay, you be more careful about that. But oh, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll come across that. Yeah, it's not on here. It's not on. Oh, here. Okay. okay. But it'd be like, if I, I would try not to find, like, work from pictures that were like a photographer set out to make, but like, I like, like, pictures that make me feel some type of way or I, I got a feeling from and that, you know, I wanted to paint. So. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so, does this uh, mean anything to you? I mean, all, all of my work, you know, all, all of my work is autobiographical in a sense. Like it's all kind of rooted in my own experience or events or, or people that I've known, but it's not really, I, I'm not, I don't, I don't really try to like make that known, I guess, if that okay. makes sense. Like it's, I would like for, you know, maybe a feeling that's based on that experience in my life to come through but beyond that I, i'm happy with people like interpreting it how they like you know and okay 
Okay. Hey, I'm just pitching softballs and. Oh yeah, keep them coming. <laughs> you know, yeah. swing at them if you want. No, but I just say that because like sometimes like I'll I'll get in the I'll try to like over-explain something that doesn't require an explanation. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're getting into that was the first painting I did at SMFA. So the grad school painting, yeah, your first one. Yeah. Um, what was this based on a prompt from a professor or? Um, I think. That- the first couple of things at grad school don't count really. <laughs> yeah. Mind. Yeah. Cause they're like, they're strange and you're trying something new. So. I don't um, know if it was based on a prompt from a professor, but I will say that I do remember sitting down with Patty Loper and talking for a while about this painting. So I'm kind of thinking maybe it had something to do with one of her classes or it might've just been a studio visit, but. So there's a lot of framing here. Um, yeah it's like another wood panel yeah there's a i can't remember the term god i think it's it's like a flemish style of painting i really i don't i don't know that for sure but there was like where people they they would like create windows in boxes within paintings and okay kind of trying to do something like that you know yeah one of my own pieces in it yeah interesting yeah so you painted on a window onto the onto the board, right? Um, or well, or are these each individual pieces of wood? No, everything on there is just paint. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, because it could so be- There's not I even mean, a window, it's all flat, you know? Yeah, you could have nailed these together, you know? Yeah. Painted them different colors. Um, and here's your first like faceless guy uh, in a <laughs> hat, <laughs> which comes up uh, several times. This one's called Untitled from 2016. Yeah, so that's another one I applied to grad school with. Okay. These aren't in chronological order. I see. But, uh, okay. But that painting actually was like kind of a, I will say it was like a bit of a breakthrough painting for me. Like I start when I started getting back into painting, at first it was like, I was a little rusty. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And after I finished that one, I think I was still kind of like ex- re- like experimenting at that okay. point. When I finished it, I was like, oh, cool this is how i'm going to do the next like 20 paintings you know yeah so when you when you do these do you draw on the wood like with a pencil and then start painting yeah Yeah, okay i draw draw the the main things on i'll add stuff with just paint after i'm more secure with where it's going but for the most part i i'm pretty like obsessive compulsive i I map everything out interesting okay uh, is, is this based on anything or, um, just kind of a collage of different kind of a collage? I mean, the, yeah, it kind okay. of is there's, but I don't want to talk about it too much. It's like, not, not, not that it's even like weird or anything, but I just like, it's corny. I don't want to... <laughs> I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear the corny. No, 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 no. It's, it's silly. It's silly, but it's, I mean, it was more like a prompt in my brain to make a painting, but. You know. Oh, okay. I would say like at this point in my painting, I was still like not really making work that was necessarily about anything. Right, right. So what what was the prompt? Mm. Corny, or, corny or not, nobody's going to judge. This This doesn't count as your work. <laughs> I mean... I'm just kidding. It, it's it's your painting, but uh, if you don't want to tell, if you want to say, I'll, I'll give you a No, note. I mean, it's not even that. Now it sounds more like, I guess, I don't even know how to describe it. So the, the, the building in the... Um, it, the, the building's a school, so the school, the elementary school I had gone to in, ele, in, in Western Mass. 
like after after I had left, not long after, it was torn down and they oh. it. And it was it was really I went in and so I like when I went back, it was really weird because it was in the same place, but it was like this like modern crazy building. And that not just like a new, this whole new place. And then like I went and walked around it and stuff. So that's like it's my experience. This is the new school and the inside of the school. And I, you know. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So it's not, I don't even really know how that relates to. And you're kind of like the stranger here. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Oh, like that's cool. In a place that should be familiar, but it's not, you know. We have a question from chat. Uh, your, your paintings seem nostalgic and dreamlike. Does any of your autobiographical inspiration come from dreams? Uh, no, no. You know what's weird is like I don't remember. I don't remember any of my dreams. Oh, really? And I, I occasionally like I'll have like a weird little like faint remember, but no, no. <laughs> yeah, I have uh, since uh, my wife is pregnant now. Oh my God, I had no idea. Congratulations, Keegan. Oh, thanks. No, I, I try not to slip this in. Oh, but, uh, uh, but since since the pregnancy, I've started having more and more dreams. But you then I, I don't remember them um, like five minutes after I wake up, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know that. Few, I, get, I think I have that a lot. Like I'll wake up and be like, oh, well, that was wild. And then all of a sudden it's gone. <laughs> thanks, chat. Thank you. <laughs> they say congrats. Uh, okay, so let's let's come. This is a more my, uh, recent work, The Well. Ooh, we got to talk about your sculpture, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this is acrylic, again, on wood panel. Gouache? Yeah, yeah. It's like acrylic gouache. It's all, it's not like watercolor gouache. It's a different type of gouache. But, okay. Uh, so it's basically all acrylic. So I, I feel like, uh, let's go to your sculpture, because I, I feel like your sculpture started influencing some of your painting. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so this was stool, and one of these is one of your original, well, I guess they're all the same year. You started, like, gluing together these found objects. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and making, like, monoliths. Hey, monoliths is, like, a popular thing right now, so. Ah. Oh, my God, I should <laughs> This thing is long gone. Yeah, you should you should put this somewhere. You should just put this in the middle of the woods somewhere here. I love that monolith <laughs> thing though. I was so excited to see that. Yeah. That was so weird. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little scary. <laughs> <laughs> but when they when they uh you know the description in the article was like there's weld spots on the top of this thing. I was like, okay, it's man-made. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Did you, I don't know if you saw the initial news report, but it was like I thought I was watching like a trailer for a movie. Right, like, right. Putting down the first people to like, and I was like, yeah, they really you know, made it about aliens. Especially yeah. given like everything else that's been happening, it was like God. <laughs> Chat wants you to put these in nature. I should these monoliths. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they are in nature now. The Long aliens are. have uh, abducted all our stuff and started gluing them together. And yeah. sending them back. No, I, I, I miss doing this stuff, but it's just like, it's a lot of work. It requires a lot of space. What that. was the inspiration for this piece, though? Um, I was in grad school, and it still is like definitely a factor in my work now, but I was uh, pretty focused on like memory and the, uh, like the, the faultiness of memory and how memories can be lost. And I 
I've always kind of had an affinity for like objects. I collect a lot of stuff myself, just like tchotchkes and random things. Yeah. And I started thinking a lot about like, you know, it's a, an item that had been owned by somebody else and then I get it and like the, the history that this item has and what that means. And so this is kind of like, so this, this is a lot, these are, the, the one you're looking at now is, um, it's like three lots of, of junk I bought off eBay, you know, okay. so you, you would get like a box from somebody and it, you would, you, it would, you could tell a lot from them by like the <laughs> stuff they were getting rid of. And so I would just like make these amalgamations out of other people's garbage, I guess. Wait, did you, did you buy boxes of random stuff? Yeah, it was so cool. Interesting. So cool. You is can that, still do it. Yeah. Is that an eBay thing? Like, yeah. Get some random stuff from people? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you can even like, I'm upset. I, I spend a lot of time on eBay. I don't really buy <laughs> stuff anymore, but I just like, it's just like when I, I love it, but you can even like narrow it down more. I mean, there's like lots of like, like there's like a trophy in this. Like you could just type in like lot of, of youth center trophies or something. And there'll be like five people selling boxes, of, you know? Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe they're the best example, but there's some, you know? Wow. Generic. Oh, wow. And Sky, you, uh, Skylander trophies. <laughs> man, you buy those, get those right now. Only 99 cents. But like type in quick, just so you can see, type in like, um, like I guess like junk, you could type in junk drawer lot or like lot of junk or something. I Okay, junk drawer lot. Yeah. Oh, wow, this is weird. You know, and there's just, yeah, it is, it's really weird. It's really weird. And sometimes, you know, sometimes it's kind of sad because you can tell like, a lot, sometimes there won't be stuff that, somebody would want to throw away and it's like oh maybe somebody just passed away and somebody's trying to get rid of the stuff or you know yeah that razor is awesome see this would be a good lot that's a good <laughs> this <laughs> is a good lot yeah like a, a random plastic jar full of pool balls yeah for playing the game of billiards and then like yeah very patriotic watch too what and a bolo tie yeah that's a bolo tie right oh my god yeah See, it like Theodore Roosevelt glasses. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. This is a good one, dude. That's a good one. I'm see, like, aren't you kind of curious about who, who that was? was? Yeah. And and somebody will buy that, and then they'll have it, and then that you know, and then that goes on and on and on. You know, sick bolo tie. Yeah, chat says sick bolo tie. <laughs> it is, looks awesome. Wow, that's awesome. So that's how you got all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. You know, and I, I pick I pick up stuff on the street and I, I've had to kind of stop doing that in recent years, but <laughs> yeah. I, I just love, I love weird things, you know. It's fun finding stuff, yeah. So this is like a lot of found art, obviously mm -hmm. found as in found on eBay, some yeah. of it, but yeah. And these are like also practical yeah, so I mean, I because because back when I was doing these, there was like this weird connection between like memory in the home, you know, in like my home in particular, but like anybody's, I guess, and like the homes, the memories are attached to where you live and things you own and all that. And so I like kind of was trying to like make furniture in a okay. sense that would, that would kind of could inhabit a home. 
Um, I never really saw this idea through completely. I feel like, well, I, I guess I got it in with the installation I did, but yeah, you know, it, it was almost like I felt like I had something there, but I didn't quite hit it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Here, here's the installation general correspondence. And yeah. it was basically a room of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like crazy. I saw this in person. It was like a crazy amount of stuff. Like yeah. inside of the, the inside of things had stuff inside, you know, it was like, it, it, it's like, I mean, inception this, this of thing, this <laughs> making this though is like exactly what I shouldn't be doing. Just like it's, given like my personality and the thing like it's just so it was like unhealthy for me you know like oh yeah but it was just it was too much it was, it was a lot yeah yeah and like and then even the process of like getting rid of this over time you know i've like slowly so i still have two buckets of um <laughs> big bins full of just crap you know i don't know it's like the, the prime crap though it's the stuff i can't bring myself to get rid of yeah oh interesting yeah yeah, I, I collect stuff too. Like that's kind of my, like I still have all the magazines from when I was doing collage and like, yeah. I don't want to get rid of them, but like, what am I going to do with Rolling Stones from 1976, you know? But you understand it's, that instinct, you know? There is I do. Once you have something, it's like, you know? it, It's neat. Yeah, it's just neat. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to throw away. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of getting ready to move from Alston over to Brighton right now. And I'm like, I'm gonna throw away a lot of stuff or get rid of it in some way. I, I just need to like, I need a clean slate right now. Chat, Chat's agreeing, it's the worst. Uh, they, they say it's it's the worst and they're doing <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so we're on, we're on to, but you can see, all right. So going back to your paintings, you can kind of see like these sculptures, I think in some of these, like, yeah, like the well, for instance, you see like the influence of like those crazy. Yeah. I mean, I'd say yeah. I went the, the other way kind of like I was doing both at the same time, but then it was like, I was making these little sculptures at the same time I was painting these things. And then it was like, well, why don't I make one of these paintings? Like, why don't I make one of these environments? Oh, okay. That, that's there. They, they, it, not directly, but like in that painting you're on now actually was in the general, the, the installation. So oh, okay. Okay. On the wall in the installation. Ah. And yeah. You know, so they, they kind of like are, they're related. You know? Yeah. Um, cool. And, and so let's go to the one we haven't talked about yet. So re return flights, one of your newer ones. What, what's the beginning of this painting? Are you sketching it on paper? Yeah. Um, so to start, yeah, what I did originally, and this is how like almost like all my paintings, I, I wanted to, um, I had, I got, I did one of the, the travel grant things in, um, in grad school. I went to uh, Denmark and I, and it wasn't, this isn't what I got. This isn't the food, but I, I remember, I can't, I can't remember. I flew back on like a really nice airline, like a Scandinavian air or something. And I just got this food. It was just, it's not, it wasn't like super unusual food, but it was like super unusual for a flight. Yeah. And it was just like, I was, it was just, I felt so out of place. And I was like <laughs> in this weird little like space with all these people from other countries. And I had this like tray of food that like, just didn't make sense for a plane. It was very good, but you know, <laughs> and then, so I, um, I was like, oh, I got, I wanted to, I wanted to draw airplane food. 
And so I got really into, uh, I almost bought a bunch of old retro airplane food trays at one point. But oh. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was drawing trays of food. Oh, okay. Retro airplane. And so that was one of the, um, the drawings. And I was like, I want to make a painting around this. And this was one of the drawings. Yeah. Just the food itself, just the tray without the character. Oh, okay. Okay. With, and, um, and then I like wanted to put it into a world. And so I was like, Oh, this is where the idea came from. So. Okay. And then how do you like place everything when you're making this painting? I have a, like a weird, I have like a kind of like, it's very like design related, I think, you know, but I don't know, like, like a professional designer, graphic designer or something would probably hate it, but there is like <laughs> a weird system. Like I have all these like rules that I follow and it's like, Oh. I, I try to abstract things to a certain extent, but like in within that abstraction, there's still like a, a system to how everything's laid out and lines can't intersect at certain points. And this, so I have like this, like uh, this rule book and I have an image and then it's like, okay, now I'm going to use this rule book to create a painting. Around. You have a rule book or yeah, you, you have a physical, no. Okay. Yeah, I should, I should write it down. Oh, I'd love to ghostwrite your rule book. That'd be so fun. Oh my God. There's a lot. <laughs> so, uh, but so perspective in this painting is, yeah. Uh, chat says Cal's rules of composition. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we get like all the kids drawing this stuff. Um, so like there's perspective here, right? Um, yeah. But I don't think it, like, it's not perfect. Is that intentional? Yeah, for sure. Okay. I mean, it's, I, I, I lack the ability to, to paint realistically you know i so right okay not even you know that's definitely part of it but it's also like i just don't you know i i i find things that are harder to read more engaging i guess so even with something like this it's like i could i could paint the inside of a plane more accurately than that, that for sure but i think it's <laughs> kind of boring so i i try to like I mean, it looks like a train, you know? Yeah. Yo, no, no one knows what it is. And no. then it's clearly like also a doctor's office and a bank. And I've heard so many things. Yeah. I, you know. The other weird thing is that sometimes you have these like geometric shapes that just pop in. Mm -hmm. What is that? What, what's going on with that? So that relates <laughs> back to my like rules, you know, like if there's, oh. if there's um, a section that I don't think jives with the rest of the painting then I'll, I'll just like create a shape to replace it Does that makes any <laughs> sense you know what i mean so it's like it's almost like i'm like censoring parts of the painting or something oh. uh, but i mean that might not even be describing it right because it's not like like I, I like for instance that shape is planned out ahead of time but it was like that's it's like like a uh it's like a composition they're like compositional tools i guess Okay. Like uh yeah so the ear doesn't is obviously not part of this body properly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chat says just put a bird on it and <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. This is a great painting. I really like the color choices obviously and it Thank looks you. it looks retro which is that, I never I never go back into paintings. That I'm like literally pulled that out last week. I'm I'm going to do some more stuff to it I think. Well, an artist is never done, right? <laughs> no, never. Um, okay. So, so happy hour. This is old too. Mm -hmm. This one's new. I'm into stuff from my last show. So these are all newer paintings. Okay, cool. So play school rock and robot. 
um, gouache, acrylic paint, wood panel, 2020. Mm-hmm. And now we're seeing like collage. We're seeing the shelter from your earlier work. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're using a lot of red now. Yeah, I've been on a kick. I'm about to get out of that. <laughs> I think I just did my last red painting. So. Yeah, what's what's with the red? As uh, chat says, as somebody who uses red all the time, they want to know more about the red. I mean, there, there's not too much to say. I I think that like I don't think too. I just it's I'm in my red period right now. I guess I I like I did that. I did a painting before this one that was similar, and I really liked how it came out. And I guess I just kind of like painting out of such an intense color. It's it's kind of a challenge. And it forces you to be a little more graphic and to have to like paint a little harder. Yeah. And, um, I guess that's, I really liked the the aesthetic of that. But the first couple, I didn't love how they came out. So I think sometimes I'll just try to see something through, you know. And so I did like like four or five like this. In, in kind of in a similar way. And I like, and just finishing the last one now. And so, yeah, like this, this is red yeah. and... Yeah, you're going through your red phase, right? Yeah, I mean, but there's not, it's not like super, it's just like, oh, this is, I dig how it looks and I kind of just do it until I'm done with it, you know? Yeah, CAD red light and a light ultramarine blue. Yeah. Uh, true, true Dr. Giggles says that's their current obsession. Yeah, the beautiful colors. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, it pops, right? I guess it's glowing. It's Yeah. It's, to me, it's like coming off the page, basically, or coming off the paint panel. Um, in your case, mm-hmm. uh, it, it kind of makes sense with the fire here, you know. Yeah, um, I, I was, I was like, yeah, I was going down when I did this one. This, like, I still am obsessed with, like, uh, do you know, what, like, bushcrafting is? No. So it's like you can just these people who. Uh, it's all over YouTube. It's like a thing that's existed before YouTube, but people who it's like just going out in the woods with like nothing and building like forts. And, oh, okay. And a camp, you know, but I, I really like, I really love watching that stuff. I'll watch like hours of it. They don't talk. Or <laughs> people building forts. And so I wanted to build one, but I can't. So, I painted it. so you did it on painting. Interesting. I, yeah. uh, did you have this radio at any point? um so i didn't but i used to go to a babysitter's house who did oh, and that's okay. like an older version of the original one the, the play school rock and robots like a famous toy you know okay I, I just i don't know something about like finding a, like an abandoned camp in the woods you know with some sort of record there as well like a, a tape you know, there was something so weird about that idea for me, but I wanted to, I didn't want to just like have a tape recorder. I thought this would be like a little more interesting, interesting you know? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it, it wouldn't play quite right, right? The sound quality would be bad, yeah, you know? Your clue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Have you ever been camping? Do you go camping? Oh, yeah, yeah. I used okay. to, like, especially living in upstate New York, like a lot, a lot. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Not a long time though. I went this summer to get it was the only time I left the, the city during the pandemic. I just went and me and a couple friends got like we rented like an island. Um, oh right. Just, you know, was safe. that an Airbnb? No, I mean you just get a it's like uh I'm from the Adirondacks and it's like all parkland up there. 
Okay. So like twenty dollars a night, you can rent an island on a lake. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's wild. But that's cool. There's nothing there. It's not very <laughs> luxurious. <laughs> uh, this one's last call. So this has like a bunch of characters in it. Mm -hmm. Um, are any of these? First of all, are any of these characters like from pop culture? Were they all like original Cal? They're all original. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, like, I'm trying to think like that cartoon character is kind of like, they'll be like based on like time periods of cartoons or something like that. But like, it, they're all mine. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. So this is like a bar. Was this pre COVID? Probably. Yeah. Actually, yeah. The, the, the show, I, I, I had a show open the week the quarantine started. Oh, okay. <laughs> so all these paintings were for that. Like, we still went up and everything, but it was like a digital opening. But it was okay. weird. The name of the show was Cancel Your Plans. Oh. <laughs> and all the called, like, Last Call and things like that. And then, like, it was like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> wow. Interesting that that collided. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Yeah, this is just really interesting. And And you realize, like, Barely anyone's in the foreground is looking at each other. And is this based on any experience or? Um, you know, at the time when I painted this, I was bartending and working in a restaurant and like serving food and stuff. And so I think that was just like on my mind, like the end of the night, <laughs> wrapping up, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And here, here we have more like weird hands. What was the inspiration for this painting? I guess I'll just ask directly. I mean, just that, just that, just that. Okay. I'll, I'll like have a, a general idea. Like I can't even really pinpoint what about like that. And that's how it works in the same way that I'll, there'll be like, like the airplane food or, or last call at the end of the night, there's certain things I'll be like, and I, I really can't tell you exactly what it is, but there's things that I like, I find interesting or I think there's something to it. There's something that I like and drawn to. Okay. And that will be based on just that alone. So there's no like super deep story to it or anything, but it's like, there's something about the end of the night. Are some of them like uh, symbolic of like people that yeah. are there? And, and I mean, I, I plug yeah. myself into a lot of characters. They're not like supposed okay. to be me, but that ends up happening. Um, Interesting. But, but, but even then, not really. Not, I don't, you know, I hesitate to say that. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. You're kind of just like uh, generic people, I guess. I like the lighting too. Thanks. <laughs> hey, so it's like orb lights. Yeah, like, the orb lights. Yeah. Yeah. Chat says you're a prophet with all the, with the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Like, something's going to happen. Which one is your newest work? This? Um, yeah, probably. I'm or on your Instagram? My Instagram would be the best. That's, yeah. Yeah, this, this this one, right? Yeah, right? yeah, that's my. I'm finishing that up now. Okay. Um, that is my last red painting. <laughs> that one's oh. that's pretty big. This, this is your last one. No more after this. <laughs> oh, it's on. It's on screen. Hold on. Wow. Yeah, my studio's in my bedroom, so it's like I need to get it out of here. Interesting. Oh, that's your bedroom. <laughs> oh yeah, this is my bedroom, my dining room, my studio. Oh wow. Yeah, that's why I'm moving. <laughs> It's too much. That's funny. Uh, does this one have a title yet? Um. Well, I I don't know. I uh, when I start, I start. So this is the one I started painting this the week or like a 
maybe like a month into the, the shutdown. And I have been throughout this whole thing, like, do you remember when uh, who Jake did like that Mars series? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I kind of been like thinking about that. I was thinking about his work a lot. And I've been thinking about like, uh, I don't really have an opinion about the dude either way, but Elon Musk and this um, SpaceX and all that stuff. And I just thought it was really strange that like, well, you know, there's this like pandemic and there, there's a civil unrest and there's all this craziness happening. And then like quietly just like plotting away is this like mission to Mars going on. Like yeah. that, that in any other time period would be like had like major news, you know, and throughout this whole quarantine, like this last year or whatever, that's been happening. I almost like in my mind, like it seemed like if like this was like a TV show or if this was a movie, like the opening of the show would be like that. And then you wouldn't hear about it again until the last episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all of a sudden be like, oh, it was that the whole time, you know? Yeah. I, I, and I don't really, like I said, I don't really have an opinion. I just think it's strange. And I was uh, early when I started this watching, like they were, I, can't, I don't really know much about it, but they were launching um, like satellites to assist in the, the launch. And so I was watching those and they, they, uh, they'll stream them live. And so I found out like the schedule and I would just like throw them on and listen to music while I painted. It, oh, was, wow. weird. it was weird. Yeah. So this is like the insanity on earth in Mars above us, you know? Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. And then like the void of space. And it's like, I, and, and I've been thinking about this kind con- like the concept of like entropy and how we're like always like moving towards this unknown, you know, and, and that like ties into the space travel, but just in life and the world in general. And so like, that was like, that's it. It's just like, the celebration of the unknown, I guess, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It definitely has that Ray Bradbury uh, Martian Chronicles look behind it, yeah. you know, with the red planet and everything. Um, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And I, I've noticed that your your collage, like rigid 90 degree angle lines of collaged things has like turned into more organic objects, like um, yeah. more squiggles, yeah. Yeah, which is, sure. which is cool. It's kind but of you're more- still using like all that stuff, you know, like, um, and like there's a house down at the bottom. And there's a little, if you look in the, the very bottom in the middle, down to the, go down over, see the little man there? There's a little man too? I haven't painted him yet. There's a little action figure. It's a spaceman. Oh, cool. He's on it. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like that's going to be, when I finish that, the painting is going to be done. Oh, nice. Nice. So, yeah, this is really interesting. Thanks, man. Um, I'm happy with this one. Yeah, I like the cat, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cats are cats go viral, you know. This painting oh, yeah. could go could go viral for sure. Just like <laughs> like hashtag cat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and everyone would uh like this, yeah, for sure. Cat Instagram. Here's like a detail yep. of the and the skull from your original painting that we talked about. I, I haven't painted so I don't like like to paint skulls because i feel like they're like for, especially for like me and like being a tattoo artist and stuff i feel like they can almost be a little hacky oh okay i'm gonna try not to paint skulls but <laughs> i wanted to in this and i was just thinking was like when i went to apply for school like the first thing i did was just like little skull and now i did this paint and it's like just that that skull is bigger than the skull in the painting i did back then oh wow you know, you know what i mean like that painting is like one sixteenth the size of what i just did <laughs> it just it felt i was like oh yeah that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. 
Have you have you ever uh, tried anything other than acrylic, or you stick? Do you just I I, um, I started with oil. I mean, well, in oh. well, I used acrylic in college. I used oil, and I, I I like oil paint. I'm not super great with it, but I I enjoy it. I just like the simplicity of acrylic, though. It's it's very you know it's fast, and it's like I I really like. There's something about the idea of like um, you know it's like all you need is like I need like two brushes a cup of water and like some like this like tube of paste and that's it you know and like a piece of wood and there's no other mediums there's nothing else it's just it's just that and i i don't know it's almost like a haiku it's like yeah simple and perfect you know in, in my mind yeah. do these dry duller than than this or or that's dry in that picture okay yeah i mean the lighting's bad in here i don't know how to do you do you ever have problems with the paint kind of going dull on you when it's acrylic or uh, yeah I'm no. not, I'm not okay. i think that that was i mean that's why that would be the argument for not using acrylic but not not now i mean okay these paintings will probably be i'll probably be gone before they start getting dull <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? so not your problem yeah yeah I, I was just wondering because sometimes i notice well what brand i think of... they were in the sun i think they, that acrylic paint is definitely not doesn't have the uh the lasting power of uh, oil, but I you know, okay. take care of them. They're all right. Well, cool. Hey, this has been <laughs> fun. I, I, I don't know if I, I don't want to keep you too long because oh, sometimes I drag these out and it, everyone gets really tired and grumpy. No, uh, no, <laughs> I'm happy to do it. <laughs> no. Yeah. This is I'm fun. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a good time to start a podcast. <laughs> Everyone's free. You want to hang out longer? <laughs> you want to watch TV? So do you do tattoos now? What's your job now? No, I don't tattoo. I mean, we, I've been, uh, I've been on unemployment for a while, but okay. we've been doing some, like picking up a lot of side work and in selling paintings. Up oh, good. Recently. Um, but aside from that, we've been working on, uh, with Sam, getting ready to open up a gallery so that's right that's the next big thing wait wait what's this sign this newton express sign oh yeah so that's that's so i've been working with sam a lot doing these projects we've just been like that's one of like uh, we've done like three of them now just restaurant logos <laughs> and we did like um this was one that closed in the beginning of the quarantine and then they tried to reopen needed to do a bunch of work so we just went in and like did some renovations oh nice up for them yeah it looks awesome it's yeah. another one of your red uh period yeah yeah <laughs> i didn't i didn't even occur to me until i went and, posted, <laughs> and i was like shit like this is but i didn't even choose that call like that's just coincidence that that's was just crazy. uh clearly your influence here yeah i guess <laughs> yeah oh, that's awesome yeah. good seeing you too chat uh they, Evan is super excited for the gallery too. Oh yeah, I'm so Evan, happy. Evan yeah. and Peter, yeah, <laughs> and Peter, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Thanks for watching. I think we're gonna sign off here soon. Thanks for um, having me. Goodbye, everyone. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> See you, Keegan. Goodbye, Twitch. Goodbye. <laughs> Have a good night, man. All right, thanks, thanks, Twitch. Thanks, uh, Cal. And um, yeah, check out his work. Hello and welcome to what I like to call the end of a podcast. Thank you so much to Cal Rice for coming on this show. I love your 
work and uh it was really fun talking to you about everything and uh it's so surreal and strange and it's like fun trying to nail it down uh in a conversation even though I, i i don't think i came close to doing that also thank you to the twitch chat uh i have to say i really like having a twitch chat to lean on so uh thank you so much for tuning in if you are interested in tuning in live uh it's sundays at nine eastern has been the time slot i'm aiming for uh it's a little late so maybe sundays during the day at some point uh as well or or different times on sundays uh just expect that um thank you for listening and i hope that you like this podcast if you did like please subscribe uh don't miss an episode also, subscribe to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash fineartpodcast. I'm also on Instagram at fineartpod, at fineartpod, not podcast. Um, somebody made a fine art podcast in college, I think. It was like a college project, so that name is taken. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you soon. Bye.